Today's episode is sponsored by Rare Birds Book Club, a monthly book subscription run by a female-led bookshop in Edinburgh using newly published paperbacks where every book has its own special edition cover. Featuring female-only authors, you choose your book from two short blurbs, so it's a surprise gift to yourself each month. The title of the book and the name of the author are only revealed when the book arrives through your door each month. But don't worry, on the off chance you receive your book and it's something you've read before, they'll exchange it for you, no questions asked. The team at Rare Birds follow up each month with a Q&A from each author on the book, recommended reading for what to read next, and amazing discounts on up to 50% off RRP on newly published fiction and non-fiction. From just £15 a month, including postage and packaging, you'll receive all of this while supporting female authors and a female-led business. And especially for our listeners, you can get 10% off the rolling monthly subscription with code BOOKRECOS10 at www.rarebirdsbooks.com. Thank you, Rare Birds Book Club. I'm Jess and I'm Lauren and we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. We are back after our festive break. Two weeks has never felt so long. (laughs) And with that we are going to catch up on what we read over the holidays. I'm not going to ask you about your Christmas. I need to know if you listened to my recommendation and did you watch The Traitors? Rude. Uh, no, sorry. Didn't. Lauren, it's for you. It's for you. This will only improve your life. Everyone I've told to watch it has then gone away and watched it and been like, Jess, I watched eight episodes in one go. I might do it this week then. Because I'm, I'm considering not doing... Sorry. I'm considering doing Try January considering it's not set in stone but if I am then I'm gonna have a lot of time on my hands yeah and you need you need the time this is well you actually don't need that much time you need 12 hours because there's only 12 episodes all right okay really the time should have been in the last few days where I've done nothing but oh it would have made your life so good apart from your sleep I'm gonna just rewind Because some people might not know what the traitors is, but I, since watching it, have not stopped talking about it. But without, but even then, I can't talk about it too much because the whole joy of it is all the twists and turns. Like, so there's no spoilers here. But basically, the show you'll have probably heard about it now. I now it's on BBC One. Claudia Winkleman is the presenter. The first thing about this show and why it's so great is that I don't really care for Claudia Wilkinson, but I thought she was fucking fantastic in this, really? and I think she's great now. Oh, okay. She was honestly the perfect person to present this show. Plot twist. And the show is that there's a group of strangers that were put in this castle together, and two of them are going to be traitors. So they go in knowing that two people are going to be put as traitors, and everyone else is a faithful. And every day they have to try and guess who the traitors are, but the traitors are slowly killing people off. That just means voting them off the show. Don't worry, no one actually gets killed. Like but, they call, but they call it like killing them off or Got murdering yeah. them. So each day they wake up and someone hasn't come down to breakfast and then later on that day everyone sits around this table and there's a banishing and collectively they have to vote out who they think a traitor is and right 
it's so fucking heated because obviously all the faithfuls are like but I'm 100% a faithful and then the traitors are like trying to point the fingers at other people it's so so good and like immediately within the first five minutes there's a big twist then there's a second twist and my partner just looked at me and went oh shit I think it's actually going to be really good <laughs> and I just think it's the most fantastic television there may have ever been ever that it's is a strong 1, claim 1000% the best reality TV show that's ever ever been made alright well now I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it and I can blame you if those 12 hours are 12 I wasted just, I just hours know that my they life. won't. I just know that they won't be. Wow, that's a really, really strong yeah. claim. Okay. Avoid all spoilers. It's really fucking me off when people like, take a picture of their TV screen being like, watching the traitors. And I'm like, hold up. Because who's on your screen might be a spoiler for someone else. Mm, rude. Yeah, I thought that was really rude of people because the joy of it is not knowing what's about to happen. You keep me updated right, with the running okay, commentary, Lauren. You're going to okay. fucking love it. <laughs> so good. Um, well, whilst you've been watching that, I've been catching up on the new series of Emily in Paris. Which is the second series? Third. Third, fucking hell. Which was just brilliant. Like, the first series is very cheesy, and the third is less cheesy. And... <clears throat> excuse me I really like that and I also just love all of the fashion in it it's just amazing to watch also very unrealistic she works in PR and I can hand on heart say that it is nothing like working in PR but you know what we, we, we're not here for truth we're here for we're here for traitors <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I watched that I've also watched well, I illegally streamed with my friend the most recent and final series of The Bold Type because Netflix just won't get their shit together and it came out two years ago and they still haven't put it on the... What the fuck? Yeah. And it's the final series. And the rest of it's all been on Netflix? Yes. Too weird. Too weird and just, again, rude. Uh, so me and my friend streamed that over Christmas. We had proper goblin days of just sat in front, like, not moving. I'd like to pick up on goblin mode, by the way. Okay. So a few things about this. First point is that it's two words, not one. So how can it be the word of the year? Yeah, that is a good point. Okay. That upsets me deeply. Two. Phrase of the year. They be. call it, yeah, but they, Oxford call it word of the year. Yeah, dicks. My two, my second, my number two reason is that it just Isn't can't. It sloth? Like sloth yeah. was the original, yeah. but now it's goblin. It just can't be word of the year when I only heard about it when they announced it as word of the year. Interesting. I'm 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 in the know, right? You yeah. Know? Third third is that as soon as I heard about it, my God did I embrace goblin mode. I, yeah, didn't, me I too. did leave the house for three weeks. <laughs> Over Christmas I fully embraced it. In the run up to Christmas, not so much, but from Boxing Day to New Year's Eve, I didn't get dressed. Mm. I I just looked. My brother actually said to me one day, Lauren, you look a bit like an alien. Oh. Uh, which was really He meant nice goblin. Probably did, actually. Looked in the mirror and I was, to be fair, wearing this, like, yellow spot cream all over my face. Mm. That I, and I looked really, really... Alienish. Ropey. Alienish. Goblin. So he wasn't wrong, to be fair. Yeah, still I, took it offensively. I can. I'm going to continue goblin mode into 2023 for sure. I it think really ga- January was made for goblin mode. Yeah, and honestly, this year's December was. I was so happy about it, and I think the traitors really helped with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, gave me something to live for. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, books. Should I talk about books? I have actually read, so I've been really into my reading. Yeah. In, Goblin Mode is great for reading. It was. Yeah. Did, I, I haven't watched much TV over, like, the week of between Christmas and New Year's. Just sat on the sofa every day and read, back yeah. to back. Yeah. And what was a reading? Listening to a book. Yeah. I did a day of chores, basically, and I got through, like, almost the whole audiobook. Wow. And then the rest of the audiobook has been listened to in the bathroom every day when I do skincare and taking in and out the Invisalign 1,000 times a day. It's a really good way to get through audiobooks. <laughs> it is. It is, to be fair. <laughs> um, I won't, we won't touch on it too much because we've obviously spoken about this book to the death, but I feel I should tell you I've took, I took your advice from our last episode of 2022 mm-hmm. and I listened to Anne Patchett's The Best, These Precious Days These precious on days. audio. And best glorious, decision I've right? ever made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have a favourite essay or... Yeah, the uh, Suki and yeah. Tom Hanks essay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I thought it was positioned perfectly in the book yeah. because you already got to familiarise yourself with Anne Patchett and who she is and the type of person she is so that when that story came along... It's you not know, weird at all. It's not weird at all. <laughs> and, like, you know she means it when yeah. she says that Suki can just stay in her house and live there if she wants. Yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. really want a house like that where anyone's a guest and anyone yeah. can just come. Yeah. I, it's a bit like the way I really want to be, like, an Italian mother and who's just constantly <laughs> cooking and whenever someone comes over they're about to be served a four course meal even though I hate cooking I just want to be that lady yeah or I wish yeah can you be that lady so then I can yeah just come I'll be a nonna yeah. and everyone can come over <laughs> I'm really need to get grips with to cook if I ever have children they're going to call you nonna Jess please 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 please, please. that'd be so great then it will give me something to like actually I'll be like right I really need to learn how to make pasta sauce now yeah Okay, that's your 2023 <laughs> resolution from me to you. Yeah, because I haven't set any, have you? Um, what what uh, To reply to text messages is a bit more timely. I'm all for that one. <laughs> you know from our year, what was it, our year anniversary or two-year anniversary? I think it was our that's two-year. That's a really hungover no, day. No, it's one year. One year, one year. yeah. One year. Yeah, um, I'm really bad and like you're the person I'm best with, so imagine wow. the rest of my friends. <laughs> yeah, they're not too too yeah. happy with me, um, and the radio silences oftentimes. Mm. So that is my resolution. Good one. Mm-hmm. I haven't really. I, I'm carrying forward the ones I always do. Chew my food more. But actually, that's quite hard with Invisalign too, because at the moment I'm not really chewing because yeah, just, <laughs> just eating a lot of pasta and yogurt. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna. Ex- embrace goblin mode and live life as I have been I just I really like it's not that. my year for change okay well you are getting married this year so there's going to be a big change that's fine I'm not here for personal growth okay <laughs> my personal growth resolution is to be less afraid of saying yes to things that scare me good one like what so I'm I'm gonna go on holiday in February. Okay, right, got it. So I, I'm now going. My New Year's resolution is to keep throwing things at you. They're gonna scare you. You have to say yes to. <laughs> Within reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I think there's a lot of change in my life coming in the first half of this year. So I have to just be ready for it. Exciting. Basically, personal growth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just rolling with the punches, <laughs> and I'm I'm a okay with that. Should we call this episode "Rolling with the Punches" in 2023? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> rolling with that goblin mode. Um, back to reading. Mm. Um, so, mm. 
I I read a lot because I was really trying to cram in and read a hundred books. And did you? Um, yeah, I didn't need to do any cramming actually, as it turned out. So I, when I posted my top ten books, I counted that I've read ninety five, and I was like, oh, it'd be nice if because I'm so near to a hundred, I might as well round it up. So I was really trying to squeeze in books, but I was stupid because I chose two five hundred page books as part yeah, of that's... that, and I'm going to talk about one of them today. Okay. Um, but then actually, when I got to ninety nine, I was like, oh, hang on. I'm pretty sure I listened to that audiobook and I didn't make a note of it. And then I went into my borrow box and there was like six audiobooks that I'd listened to and not counted. <laughs> Love it when that happens. <laughs> Though it doesn't yeah. ever happen for me. Um, um, congratulations. I read 99 books this year and I can't tell you how much that annoys me. Yeah. But you know what? But maybe that's that's just the vibe. 99, 99 problems, problems but a book ain't one. I was literally about to say that. It's Is that the title scary? of the episode? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is going to be the title of the episode. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us about one of these 500-page masterpieces. Yeah, I think this is actually like 460, but when you get to that, you might as well round up to 500. Um, (laughs) So this was um, Juno Dawson's latest book. Not not last year, because we're now in this year. In 2021, her book... The Gender Games was in my top 10 books of the year. Mm-hmm. I've also read Wonderland, which is a YA trippy version of Alice in Wonderland where Alice is a trans girl. And I think that's the only two books I've read by her, but love them both. And I've always wanted to read more. And she has started a new series, which I found out when I finished this one. This is the first in a series. Oh. Mm. Her Majesty's Royal Coven. You'll have seen the bright hot pink cover around. Mm, it is great. And... I will drop this one up for you. It says, Hidden among us is a secret coven of witches. They are Her Majesty's Royal Coven. They protect crown and country from magical forces and otherworldly evil, but their greatest enemy will come from within. There are whisperings of a prophecy that will bring the coven to its knees, and five best friends are about to be caught at the centre. Life as a modern witch was never simple, but now it's about to get apocalyptic. Prepare to be bewitched by Juno Dawson's first adult series, a story of ancient prophecies and modern dating of sacred sisterhood and demonic frenemies. Frenemies. Can you just say whisperings of a prophecy one more time? Whisperings of a prophecy. <laughs> I'm on my fifth set of Invisalign. Wow, you've sped through yours. I want it over. I really hated my life. <laughs> you can't see a difference. Yeah, I do. yeah. There's like start anyway. Yeah. We won't bore Sorry, you. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> this is not. This is an audio podcast. No but one else. Cause I'll show you my teeth on Insta, guys. Um, it was bloody fabulous. I don't know. Why I waited so long to read it. It was so so good. So much nostalgia in there. I put some on Instagram, but there's like two of the girls and like no longer friends and like one of the reasons is that they had a bit of a blowout that like four of them went to Tammy Girl without the fifth one. So I I read this quote and I got really confused because I was like well I thought this was about witches so why so they live in the modern world so like that's the whole thing Her Majesty's Royal Coven they protect the country from magical forces so there's some mm. some sort of government department that know that there are these witches, but it's not talked about. These witches don't talk about it with right, anyone okay. else. Um, and so it's like modern day. Okay. But like, because they all grew up together around the time that we did. they, did they go the, to like witch school or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, they, they had the Juicy Tube lip glosses. Nice. There's this, okay. even a Mean Girls reference there where one of them pulls up and she's like, get in, loser, we're going shopping. And I was like, <laughs> this is so fun. I love this. Um... And 
yeah like I'm I don't read much fantasy but when I do I always love it I have to say that every time mm. uh, but this is like such a good balance of just modern day okay life with a bit of nostalgia and fun and friendship but also there's the witchiness and they've all got like different certain skill sets of being a witch and it talks a lot about like she's thought about gender and race as well okay. so like witches are girls and warlocks are boys but like what if there's a trans person mm-hmm. and they don't want to be what they yeah. a warlock or a witch or vice versa and so that was really interesting and also one of them um starts up her own coven which is for diverse witches because oh, okay. they're like they were underrepresented and actually like they were even there was um unconscious bias towards them as a witch and she sort of she does that really cleverly oh, wow. and like that they must be the type of witches i can't remember what the phrase for it now because i'm not a witch myself but like <laughs> <laughs> they would do like dark magic or things like that i see so it's really clever the way that she's taken modern day issues but yeah. made them witchy so who would like this book then so Me. For, for example would i because this is on my shelf but you're oh, not as witchy. You're quite witchy in terms of like crystals, yeah. but you're not as fantasy no, reading. I'm not. So th- for me, nothing against Gino Dawson, but the the synop doesn't really like oh, get see, me really yeah, excited. Yeah, really excites me. Okay, so um, maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's not for you, but I loved it. I thought it was really fun, mm, okay. and I think even if you're skeptical about fantasy, like just go into this being like oh, I've heard this is a really fun read and I'm going to see myself in this yeah. book and I'm going to enjoy getting to know these nice. characters um, and yeah it's the first of a trilogy so it means I get to spend even more time with them so Lauren what book have you read and loved over Christmas if any <laughs> so I got sent Lauren Graham's new collection of essays have I told you this already mm. and I loved her last book talking as fast as I can so it's not a spoiler. Well, it's not a surprise that I bloody loved it. Oh, Yeah. Um, in the intro, she starts by saying, like, it's just written how she speaks, just like all of her books are. Um, so it's just like an, an ongoing monologue of her thoughts, basically, and how I imagine she's got some kind of ADHD because, like, her thoughts just are so sporadic and crazy and, like, jump back and forth, which is just so brilliant. Um, And she says in the opening, um, at least we have a brand new season of Gilmore Girls to look forward to and that we can relive all the wondrous olden times together... Wait, what? Lawyers have just informed me that there is no new season of Gilmore Girls on the horizon and I can be sued slash cancelled on Twitter for suggesting that it that there is. How is that even possible? What is the book even about if I'm not going to explain the final four words or tell who's... Oh, have you... I'm actually going to stop talking there because if you've not watched the four... Nope, don't tell me final, the final four episodes. Yeah, then I'm actually going to save that massive spoiler I nearly went into. Oh my God, you could have um, ruined that for so many people. I know, you included. Um, so it's just brilliant. And like she talks a lot about Gilmore Girls and says in the opening that if you've missed Gilmore Girls, then the truth is that I've missed you too. And this book is one way of keeping our conversation going, which I thought was just really beautiful. And even if you've not read Gilmore Girls, it's still, uh, re- listen to... Uh, watched Gilmore Girls <laughs> still a book to read because she's just so funny and all her essays are about 
her favourite stories of her life that she never wants to forget to remember. So, so she's put them in a book. So she put them in the book and like it's about a lot of her friendships and her love for New York and the obsession she had when she was like in her 20s and 30s with fitness and food, like food fads and now that she's in her late 50s looks back and said, can be like, but I was so fucking skinny. Yeah. Why did I obsess to like make my body look a certain way when I looked amazing? Yeah. Um, so it's just nice that she's got that kind of perspective in her life. Um, and I didn't realise that she's just gone through a divorce. So I think part of it is like, I don't know, starting a fresh chapter in her life maybe. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, it was just brilliant. So if you're a fan of Gilmore Girls then it's get your review up on the grid like is this is the cover one where it's half her face like her other one no it's like a sketch of her and she's like shrugging all right yeah really nice really fun cover fun book really short i think it's like 200 pages maybe so oh great and i was reading it alongside as reading um a fiction book so I'd read like one chapter of a fiction book and then one essay. Nice. So it was very nice to have two books on a go at once. But then it did mean I was re- like I'd go back to reading my fiction book and I'd be reading it in her voice. Oh, and then I'd that's be like, "Wow, annoying. this isn't her <laughs> writing style." And I'd go, "Oh yeah, because this isn't her book." Yeah. So good, Reco. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Sounds like we had a good time. I think what we should do is obviously during this period we read really good actually and last week's episode we interviewed the author monica heisey so go and listen to that if you haven't yet we think it's going to be like the biggest book of the year we actually got sent our copies ages ago but we purposely waited to read them i'm very glad that it was worth the wait um but obviously it's a bit weird when you're interviewing an author to just keep quoting their book at them but obviously this is like one of the most quotable (laughs) books ever so i thought maybe we could share a quote each from the book yeah just to to go first people that haven't listened to the episode now might hear a quote and be like oh i really need to go and read this book and and don't forget that episodes where we interview an author has no spoilers in it it's just going to excite you more to read this book one hundo Okay, so I am um, going to read just a few of the lines from... She, her book has these little extracts, and this extract is Reasons I Cried, November 12th to 23rd. <laughs> and I'm just going to pick a few out. Um, dogs, generally. Bus too full and too hot. I, I can agree with that one. Um, yoga was very intense, and my body felt extremely powerful, plus the lights were on. <laughs> One of my students called me tall in a charged way. Um, <laughs> I really resonated with this one. Steve from Sex and the City yelling, there's good stuff here at Veranda who cannot yet accept his love. Um, watch a documentary about how many kinds of animals are extinct now. <laughs> it just keeps going. I, I can't read some of them because they're like a slight spoiler maybe. Um, a Tim Hortons commercial where some gay dads bring donuts to the their daughter's hockey practice <laughs> and i just had tim hortons like on that morning that i read this um so yeah the book it's a story and then it, it's interspersed with these little extracts which you'll have heard us talk to monica about and i enjoyed a lot of those <laughs> they're so funny she's just genuinely so funny isn't she yeah um i will read one of uh the quotes i wrote from one of her fantasies which again we we spoke to monica about and 
I'll just read the opening of this fantasy. I am at a karaoke bar and I look amazing. Better than normal, but in a casual way, like I just got a haircut that affected my whole body. The bar is packed and although I'm the only person singing, everyone is on board with that and thinks it's fun. In fact, I'm taking requests. The outfit I'm wearing is casual but looks special, like it's not sparkling but I am, like wearing sequins is a vibe and I'm dressed head to toe in that vibe exactly. I'm carrying myself with the easy confidence of a woman who both has a tax-free savings account and understands how one works. I sound great. Like I couldn't even get through that without laughing, it just (laughs) made me, like I don't know why but there was just, there's just something about the way she writes such mundane real life that is just so funny yeah honestly this book is just flooded with folded pages and things yeah i'm excited to write some of the quotes in my journal because i haven't got around to that yet oh good one yeah me too yeah okay it's gonna be a big year i think 2023 big especially for books we're actually gonna put a picture on the grid of just books that are coming out in january of which there are loads yeah um in fact i posted a few on our stories the other day what's the book you're most hyped for this year of oh christ I don't know about the whole year. Okay. I just can't look just back to the Remember, I'm rolling yeah. with the punches. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for everyone to read Janice Hallett's new book, which let's not yes. get into today. That's a whole episode in itself. Yes. But my God, it's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I read the whole, like, 500 pages in a day. Amazing. So good. What about you? Um, I can never pronounce her name. I'm... Nosh... Oh, Nisha Dolan? Nisha Dolan's new book. Is it even Nisha? I've assumed it is. The author of Expectations, the second book. Yeah. Really looking forward to that. Lots to look forward to, actually. Yeah. Big year. Big year. And um, we'll be here weekly with you on our podcast. (laughs) Rolling with the punches. (laughs) 900. No, what is it? 900 problems with the big one. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, then like, subscribe, leave a rating and review. It costs you nothing, but it genuinely means the world to us. And you could always share our podcast with your reading buddy too, because they might enjoy it. If you don't already, then follow us on Instagram at bookrecos for, funnily enough, more book recommendations. See you next week. We'll be here.